Hello, welcome back to Divinity 648. My name is Christina. Today is January the 25th, 2023. It is 12.19 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So the vibrations today are being influenced by Kuan Yin. She's the goddess of mercy. She who hears the cries of the world. I'm going to read you something on her to save you the time of looking her up. She's um, What I'm going to read you is from the Encyclopedia of Spirits, this book. Um, I do recommend it. It is also on my recommendations tab from my website, divinity648.com. So Kuan Yin is the very essence of mercy and compassion among the most beloved and well-known of all spirits. Technically, Kuan Yin is considered a bostava, venerated as such throughout the Buddhist world, but she also possesses the stature of a goddess and many consider her to be one. Not just modern Western goddesses, Uh, devotees but also the east asian folk religion kuan yin is a spiritual phenomenon she transcends religious boundaries and is also found in um taoist and shinto shrines even in the shrine of her main rival the lady of tai shan kuan yin is a great favorite of independent practitioners and goddess devotees everywhere now, depending on how long you've been aware of who I am, I am huge with goddess vibes, goddess energies, um, very big on it. So Kuan Yin protects the helpless, particularly women, children, and animals. She bestows good health and fertility. She guides and protects travelers, especially seafarers and sky travelers, Okay. In recent years, Kuan Yin has emerged as the guardian of air travel. She protects against attacks from either animals or humans. She breaks cycles of rebirth, punishment, and retribution. Kuan Yin provides protection in the realms of the living, the dead, and everywhere else. Kuan Yin's true identity is subject to debate. Officially, she's an aspect of the Buddhist Diva, um, the Lotus Sutra, which describes the Buddhist Diva that she is associated with. I'm not going to try to pronounce it, but I will spell it for you. A-V-A-L-O-K-I-T-E-S-H-V-A-R-A. Uh, she was among the first Buddhists um, that translated into Chinese. So why am I talking about Kuan Yin? I'm talking about Kuan Yin because she favors women. She favors children. She favors exiles and travelers. But Kuan Yin vows to respond to anyone who calls out her name in his or her moment of fear or suffering. She offers aid, mercy, and compassion to anyone who suffers. She helps not because of who you are, but because of who she is, right? Um, I take care of my father to some degree, not because of who he was or who he is as my father, but because of who I am, correct? So she can be associated with um, the peacock, which is also a symbolization of protection, something that I love to the moon and back, right? 
And the reason why she's dominant right now is because there's a lot of suffering going on. There's a lot of injustices. There's a lot of individuals who are energetically, psychically um, attacking people. The dark arts of any kind, hexes, voodoo, whatever you want to conjure, it's happening. People are getting desperate, right? Um, when I was doing some channelings talking about this new era and this new uh, way of living and how the third D was coming off, which is already off, and I talked about how the suicide rate was going to go up, although I did not mention suicide after murder, Um some of the things that came up was, you know, last summer solstice, don't do psychic attacks, right? And then summer solstice hits and there's like a major earthquake. I'm sure it was a coincidence, but I don't think it was a coincidence because I cautioned you. Um, And then I got this more channeling, right? More channeling and a lot more fun kept coming through. Um, So bottom line, Kuan Yin is here. Kuan Yin is here because people are doing attacks that they need to stop doing. And while Kuan Yin will not punish the attackers, Kuan Yin will come to the aid of those being attacked. Kuan Yin does not come by herself. She comes with the goddess of green uh, Tara. And she comes with... um, Nimonsin. So... The energies that these individuals bring is salvation, your past, and compassion. This is important for you because if you are doing the attacks, they are going to be returned to you. So if you would not do it to yourself, you should not be doing it to others. And if you are doing it to others, I hope you can take what you dish out. Uh, because you will get it back. Another vibe that came off of the energy of Kuan Yin was the energy of cleansing the soul. Um, chamomile was huge. Cinnamon was big. Ginger was incredible with her energy, meaning um, a nice spiritual cleanse where you prepare a bath for yourself and you incorporate herbs and spices and things that will clear your aura, clear your energy, clear your essence of external influences that are meant to taint, distort, destroy, rejuvenate yourself, right? Um, Spiritual baths are so important. I take them regularly, okay? We can call them spiritual baths. We can call them energetic baths. You can say it however you'd like to. But the bottom line is cleansing yourself is so important, especially if you have Aquarian energy anywhere in your birth chart. Anywhere, any placement. Um, The way that the energy is shifting right now, it's preparing us for something that we've not ever experienced in any of our lifetimes. It's been experienced here on earth, but not during anyone who's physically alive right now. There's just no way. Um, And this shift is uh, illuminating things on a higher scale, right? Um, UFOs have been huge for me lately. Um, about two, three years ago, and even more so now to the point where it's just huge. And then if you look in the news, you've got them actually admitting it, talking about it, right? Um, Something I read was how 
the earth is like 70% water and 80% of that water has not been explored by any of us. Meanwhile, we're sending all kinds of satellites into the outer space and, you know, we're focusing external from where we are from instead of internal. Okay. Now, another thing, majority of these sightings talk about seeing them going into water, right? Um, do we have UFOs in our water? Do we have beings that supersede our capabilities on this planet? Well, how are we going to know that if we're not exploring our waters? I said something um, six months ago, maybe six months ago, where I was talking about why on earth would you be exploring outer space for new life for us when you should be looking internally for us, right? When we do spiritual solitude, when, when we do ascension work, we're not external from ourselves. We're internal, right? We go within. We find peace within ourselves. We face ourselves. We face the toxic things about us and we face the things that we don't like about us and what people uh, mentioned that are not favorable for us. And, and we try to, we're supposed to face ourselves, heal ourselves and grow, right? We're supposed to recognize all of that. And I think that one of the main things that we need to accept as a whole is we're not supposed to be looking external to our immediate environment for salvage, for refuge. We're supposed to go within, okay? We're supposed to face ourselves. We're supposed to face us. We're supposed to face what's inside, you know? We have all these myths. We have all of these... um, you know, whatever we want to, you know, conspiracy theories and, and all this toxic stuff. But nobody's really investing the capital to discredit it, to challenge it, to face it. And this whole era is about ascension. This whole era is about facing yourself and being whole, being complete, being what it means to be a human being, which is humanitarian, right? You're not, your agenda isn't to take from people, but to uplift and help and heal. Your natural instinct is about how can I help you be happier in life, right? For me, keyword here, I used to pray for my enemies, I personally don't have any, but people, you know, tend to see you in other ways. But I would always pray for people. And I would always say, please forgive them. They not know what they are doing. Right? I don't do that anymore. It's time for y'all to learn some lessons. I don't pray for anyone who treats me like an enemy or an op or a competition or anything that is low vibrational and unhumanitarian. I don't pray for you. If anything, I ask that you get visited by each and every God in their own individual capacities so that you can learn some lessons so that you can become whole. You can grow. You can heal. You can change, right? Because I can see why people come for me. I can see why my light irks certain individuals. And that's what's going to happen here, okay? Equinox. What did Equinox teach us? 
it taught us that third dimension genuinely did fall off and we are all vibrating in the fifth dimension and the toxic behavior and the inexcusable narcissistic tendencies that used to be common and accepted and the norm is no longer being accepted it's no longer being tolerated right That's what Equinox showed us. And I told you guys, suicide rate was going to go up because people weren't going to be able to face themselves. They weren't going to be able to see how their behavior influences and impacts other people. They were going to start to hate themselves or feel like what they did was so great that they can't see any way around it but to just exit. Some people got really crazy and killed people before they took their own lives and that's that ego that's that selfishness if i can't have you nobody's gonna have you oh you think you're gonna move on and and have everything that we did together and i'm gonna take the heat and i'm gonna be miserable no they they tried to take people with them right the other day there was a tesla that it went off of a cliff and then the the women, the woman was sitting there saying he intentionally drove us off that cliff. He meant to kill us, although nobody died. You don't think that was divine intervention to show you guys that this is valid? If I can't keep you and be with you, nobody's going to have you. I will take you out and then take me to kind of energy, right? We had that man who decapitated the mother of his child as she was putting the child into the car seat with their other children still in the car watching all of this broad daylight near a park, right? This is that equinox energy. It's taking away everything that you guys utilized before, right? That This is that Oya coming through, And making you feel like you can be confident and secure in the way that you're thinking and behaving because it's been tolerated for so long. Not letting you see that it will not be tolerated anymore. This is Kali who had already come through and highlighted everybody's energy uh, to the point where anything low vibrational would pop off. And if you are high vibrational, you're going to see high vibe energy and low vibe energy in people, right? You're going to be like, oh, I don't want to deal with you or, oh, I can't wait to get to know you better. You're going to gravitate towards the appropriate um, vibrations in individuals and you're going to steer clear of the others, right? Your social circles are supposed to change too because as you ascend, you gravitate towards individuals who share your vibration, Okay, not just like your twin flame, but actual groups of individuals who want to change, who want to grow, who want to be better individuals. You know, um, the, the toxic things that you got away with in the past that you think is over and done and brushed under the rug, they're right here front and center. You're exposed. You're not getting away with any of it. Nobody and nobody is exempt from this. So again, This era is about becoming whole. This era is about ascension, right? Removing the limitations from your mind space and your life so that way you can step outside the box. We sit here and we question, how are these found? How are these formations made? How did these stones get from all the way over there to all the way over here? Asian civilization, what technology did they have? How is this even possible? It is completely impossible. How did it happen? You want to know and you want it, right? 
You guys want to see God here on earth. You want to see um, heaven on earth. You want to be able to communicate with loved ones who have passed over. You long for that one more conversation, one more hug, just one more kiss, right? You long for the opportunity to have what has been taken. You want to solve all of life's mysteries, but you don't want to go inside. You don't want to face yourself. You don't want to become whole. You don't want to do the work. You want until you have, and then you realize that what you wanted is not exactly what you thought it was going to be, right? Pretty sure. The ascension process isn't just for us individually in our own individual lives dealing with the stuff that we're dealing with. This is collective energy. This is the planet's energy, right? I told you guys, earth plates were shifting. Ocean floors would be rising. God's land is rising. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't completely understand the message, but I knew not to add my own words to it and to deliver it the way that I received it, Right? And that's the number one problem with people. It's like they receive a message and then they add to it because they think other people are not going to receive the message correctly or accept it correctly, not realizing that it's not, a, it's not about them. It's about you passing that test. Can you deliver the message the way it was received by you and stand by what was given to you instead of going with the flow and fitting in with everyone else? I have no problem being an outcast. It doesn't bother me. Not at all. I've always been the black sheep of my family. They prepared me for the real world and the crap that everybody else does. Been there, done that, lived through it. You're not surprising me. I already had years of practice of dealing with your narcissistic tendencies and behaviors and manipulations and your tactics I'm not afraid. I can close my eyes and sit in silence and face myself without fear, without aggravation. I don't have to be out in public 24-7. I don't have to be out shopping to fill voids. I don't have to fake my life on social media. I don't have to pretend that I have this happy, amazing, wonderful life and family and everything's picture perfect. And then when I come home at night, I dread being there because I love being home. I am a homebody. I love being in my house where I can control the energy and the environment and I can focus on my life's path. You know, somebody made a comment a while ago about don't be mad that I'm doing the work and you're not. Define what work you're relating to. Your interpretation of doing the work and actually getting work done is not necessarily the same. You know what I mean? I'm not crazy about doing these tarot readings and getting all petty and crazy and talking about this one, sleeping with that one and this one. I can do it though. I can lay everybody's shit bare and I'll be accurate, on point and flawless every time. But that doesn't excite me. That's not what I'm here for. That shit's for the fucking birds. I want to talk about solstice. I want to talk about equinox. I want to talk about these earth plates shifting. I want to talk about water levels rising, God's land rising. 
right? I want to talk about the real shit that nobody wants to talk about. Because I don't care if it's not what everybody's flowing with. It's the messages that I receive. I love being on a cosmic level. I don't like being on a physical level. I love cosmic consciousness. And the only people talking shit about cosmic consciousness and let me give you the forecast for the stars today are the people who can't get it. Right? You talk shit and attack the things that you don't comprehend. You shit on the things that you do not receive so that the flow supports you. But that's the best part about Kali, Oya, Yamoya, Oshun, Kuan Yin. They don't favor you because you go with the flow, even though you announce their names and you put their names in your handles and, and you, you praise them and you have their saints all around you, that doesn't make them favor you. It's what you do with the information and the power that you can tap into that brings them to favor you. It's your lineage. And I'm not talking bloodline, flesh, my father, my sister. My, no, I'm talking about your soul's DNA. I'm talking about your true, authentic essence, your soul. Do you know what your soul looks like? Have you ever seen your soul? Do you know what a soul is? It's an experience. When I asked to see my soul, when my ancestors took me to see my soul, my soul wasn't, you know, one thing. It wasn't a physical thing. It was a scenery. You know, that's where tapestries come from. People used to do readings through tapestries and it would be a scene. It would be multiple elements in one image and that would be your soul. I know what my soul looks like. I've experienced my energy. How many of you divine feminines can say the same? I know that I told my ancestors, don't let that shit snow like that over here. If you're going to make it snow over here, at least keep the grounds clean. Let it pile up on the grass. Let it pile up everywhere else. But protect the ground that we have to walk and drive on. Because it's dangerous. And ever since I've said it, I've not really seen any craziness here. And now that I'm saying this out loud, I'm pretty sure somebody's going to go and attack it with craft and ruin all that stuff. But you're only opening up something for yourself to deal with later. Because every time you create a storm, you manifest one within yourself. And after yourself has lived through that storm, you, it gets manifested physically around you, right? It's like symptoms. When you, when you come into contact with someone who's sick, it's energetically in your space and it's going through your body. So you are infected, but you're not showing physical symptoms yet. And eventually it will manifest physically for you. It is no different. There's a lot of people playing with the weather, causing all kinds of havoc in this weather. We're not supposed to have chaotic weather. Okay? We're not. Weather 
whether you want to accept it or not, is the earth's immune system. It is the way the earth cleanses and clears itself. I've said this already and I'm going to keep saying it because I know I'm accurate and I don't care what the flow goes with. I'm delivering the messages as I receive them without my own input. Does that make sense? Sorry about that. Kids first. Um, So going within. Going within. Okay. We are in this era of learning how to face ourselves. Everything that's bad about us. And work on it become better. We are going to be exposed for our bad behavior. We are going to be exposed for the things that are not acceptable. No one's going to be exempt. If you are a pathological liar, if you tarnish people's reputations so that you can have a bigger one, you're going to be exposed. You're going to be exposed for the lies that you give. If you Utilize your connections within government, politics, community to wreak havoc in people's lives. You're going to be exposed and so are they. And they're not going to get away with it. And neither are you. Um, I keep getting back to this point of going within, facing self. That's the whole point of ascension is being able to sit in silence with your thoughts without going insane you know, cry, scream, yell, get angry, but heal, grow, change, improve yourself, right? Uh, What was it, two years ago? Maybe, yeah, about two years ago, I was, uh, I was driving and somebody aggressively cut me off and instantly I punched my steering wheel so hard that I broke my horn, okay? And I mean, I broke that shit all the way down to the bottom. Like when I went to the repair shop, the guy was like, there's no way you broke this. It was broken all the way down at the bottom of the steering column. He's like, it couldn't have happened from you. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, okay. Meanwhile, my horn was perfectly fine before I punched it. And I punched it not because somebody cut me off, but because being wide open after cleansing my own aura and, you know, telling myself, you know, you know, my affirmations, I was in my vibe while I was driving. The individual before me was in that state of being. The individual before me was feeling aggressive. Um, And then when I cleansed myself afterwards later on in that evening, I was told we cross paths so I can absorb their anger so they not do the things that they were planning to go do because it was not good. They were rushing to someone's house to do something and I absorbed that toxic energy and I channeled it through my horn by punching my horn, right? That damage to my horn could have been somebody's face kind of deal is the message I kept getting. And I'm bringing this up because it matters. We are in 5D. We are no longer in third dimension. Uh, Spiritual communication is easier. Sending people information through your mind space is easier. Um, Doing things energetically is going to be more dominant, right? People just having that knowing, that understanding, um, that is where we're at. There, there is no more manipulation. I mean, you're getting away with some of it, so you think, but you're really not. 
And I'm going to circle back around to the going within, okay? We are going external. I hope that what I picked up happens sooner than later. And what I kept getting in my channeling is that all those satellites that we're throwing up there, all that work that is being done up there is going to allow us at some point to kind of MRI or CAT scan or even x-ray kind of these planets, including our own right? Think about it. If we surround Earth with a bunch of satellites that have this capability of taking serious um, images, we would be able to see Earth in a different way. Same thing goes for these other planets. If we surrounded them with the technology to photo or image them all the way through, or at least to our limits, we'd have a better understanding of what's going on. And then we'd also understand that the key isn't to go external, it's to go within, which is why um, the Buddhists and everybody and even us, right, we we talk about... We talk about going in and and finding peace and becoming whole and um, all that greatness. We do that for a reason. We need to do that physically. We do that energetically, spiritually, mentally. And now it's time to do it physically. Remember what I said earlier. When you get sick, it it starts energetically, right? We get infected by these things that we can't see and it goes through our body and it doesn't physically manifest until after it's done its, its course. We've been spending so many years doing this. Now it's time to actually do it. Go within, X-ray this planet, cat scan the shit out of this planet, give this planet a nice MRI. Even if you can only do sections at a time, get this planet on some scans. Find that drone submarine type technology and delve really deep into this planet's deepest parts of the ocean. Back to earth plate shifting. We need to do this. Our earth plates really are shifting, right? Taiwan used to be a part of Japan. Earth plate shifted and it drifted, right? That's going to keep happening. Um, Somewhere between Africa, Australia, and Iran area, right there, somewhere over there, is going to be something huge. And I don't know what it is. I'm not, I haven't received it and I'm not going to make shit up. I don't know. But when I heard God's land is rising, I was told it's on the opposite side of the world from where you are. And coincidentally, earthquakes, all that stuff. If you Google the opposite side of the world, it's in that same area right? All those crazy things that have been happening. And when you flip the world around, it's in that same area. And I'm pretty sure, but I could be wrong. Isn't that where all the earth plates kind of meet? Like the major ones, they all meet over there. So there's something significant going to happen. And I do believe it's in that area. And I'm still getting more information on it. And, you know, I do believe in UFOs. I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what your conspiracy theories are. I do believe. Um, And I do believe that if we can sit here and say our God 
can be everywhere at any given time and can manifest into any being that it wants to and is all around us at all times. I don't know. Think about that. I mean, have you Googled the definition of God? Have you Googled the definition of a celestial being? Have you Googled the definition of a UFO? Have you Googled the definition of all of those things within that realm? It's anything that supersedes the capacity or capabilities of a human being. Just think about it for a little while. Just actually digest that information. Look at those definitions and compare them to your religious definitions, right? And then let's not shit on the fact that ancient history, a lot of cultures talked about people coming from the sky, people surfacing from the sky. You know, when I moved into this where I live, um... I, I encountered a gray in the basement and it scared the shit out of me. And I vowed I would not go into the basement after a certain hour. Actually, for an extended period of time, I refused to go back down into the basement after a certain hour. I was so scared. Um, and then I got to know more about other stuff, right? You you face your fears and you overcome them. That's what life is about. That is what ascension is about. That is what growth is about. It is about overcoming your limitations and expanding yourself beyond your comfort zone. Because for you to step out of your comfort zone is for you to face your fears. Go within. Study those bodies of water. Learn the ocean. Stop attacking people. Okay, stop attacking people with any level of arts. You want to shrink somebody's karma box, shrink their karma box. This way, if they're actually a good person, despite what your interactions with them or your perspective is of that person, it is only what they deserve. Meaning if they're actually good people, they'll get a lot of blessings. And if they're really shitty people, then they'll get their karma, trust and believe and and have faith. You want to fuck with someone, do it the right way. Weigh them, right? Do it the Egyptian way where we weigh their energy on these scales. And we don't deliver punishments that are not justified. We don't influence or impact someone in a negative manner. We don't punish people who don't deserve the punishment. Shrink somebody's karma box. I would never do craft on someone. I'll shrink your fucking karma box. And if you're a good person, regardless of how you treat me, if you are a good person, you're going to have blessings. You're going to have opportunities. You're going to have a good fucking life. But if you're on the other end of it, well, that's not my problem. That's yours. Be a good person. You're going to face lessons that you are going to face regardless if anybody touches your karma box. You're just going to experience them sooner than later. And if you do the work, when you come out of those lessons, you have nothing but abundance, happiness, growth. You're prosperous. Everything's balanced and harmonious. Your perspective is higher. And you'll be more favored divinely because you faced yourself. 
I shrink my own camera box regularly. I am not afraid of my consequences. I mind my business and I stay in my lane. Trust and believe. I'm not afraid of anybody touching my karma box. I encourage it. Please send me some more blessings. So spiritual cleanses are needed right now. And you want to learn more about Kuan Yin and what elements she brings to the table. You want to make sure that you're keeping your thoughts high vibrational and you're doing work. Inner work. Inner work. Face yourself right? And when people come for you and they want to fight you and they want to soil your name and they're talking trash about you and they're lying on you, it's not your job to fight them physically. Open that closet and clean it out. Declutter yourself energetically. I give everything to God. I literally... Men uh, visualize, I no longer use the closet. The closet's too small for the things I want in my life. But when I manifest, I, I manifest using like, fuck a closet. I'm using a whole ass factory. I'm using a whole big ass building. And every floor is a different area of my life. And I declutter it all the time. 30 minutes with your eyes closed. Declutter your life. What boxes are you going to put it in? You got the goodwill to recycle that shit. Give it to somebody else to enjoy, right? One person's trash is another person's treasure. Then you've got the middle box. Give it to the divine. Give it to God, whoever you consider your God to be. And then you have the other box where it's just trash. Send that shit to outer space where it can never return. Don't ever let it come back. I don't wish that on anyone. My trash is definitely going to be their trash as well, right? That's what I do with everything. And it got to the point where now I don't even have to physically go through all those levels, right? I literally just open the door. I set the three boxes in front of the door and I just say <laughs> everything in the middle. And I literally visualize little workers. Like I, I hire spiritual team, my soul tribe, and I let them clear out the whole building and put everything in the middle box it got to the point where one time I actually picked up the whole factory and put it in the middle box. And I said, I give everything to the divine. What is not supposed to be in my life will be removed by you. And I have faith in that. I do have faith in that. You know, and don't come at me stupid with the whole, oh, you know, what's going on and this one's crazy and all these conspiracies. When you can sit in a professional space and meet someone that you've not ever crossed paths with and impact their life in that very moment to the point where they're leaving with tears of joy, feeling lighthearted, de-stressed, and have experienced things that they've not ever experienced before, you can confidently say, I have faith. I don't give a shit what anybody thinks of me. I've got that stuff recorded, right? I can allow someone to feel their dead family member, to get that hug, to feel that warmth on their skin. I've already done it. I've proved it to myself. I don't need to prove it to anybody else. I've got it on record. So yeah, I have faith. Because I've seen things 
that should not be possible. I've experienced things that are only told about in stories. And the message I keep getting is this is a new era. We're going to have the five seasons. It's no longer just four seasons. It's five seasons. We're going to realize that our calendar that we're utilizing does not match anything going on in our lives. The seasons are not going to be in alignment with the calendar. Everything's going to be thrown off as it's supposed to because every so often we have to change. Every so often the planet shifts and goes through ascension, forcing the change. You're either changing with it or you're getting cleaned up with Mother Nature in her means of doing... um, her immune system work, right? The flooding, the natural fires, the droughts, all that stuff. I'm not wrong. I know I'm not. And I don't have to prove myself to you. You can just look around you and pay attention. You're afraid of those icebergs melting and releasing bacteria and viruses and ancient things that used to murder people? Did it ever dawn on you that all that stuff got frozen to save this planet? Did it ever occur to you that Mother Earth, Mother Nature, really uses the weather as an immune system? And it did that to protect the Earth? So what's going on in all these other states where they're getting flooded and landslides and they're getting wiped out? Do you really doubt that this earth is not cleaning itself? Do you really doubt that after I said to you guys, Equinox is going to really, really make people deal with themselves and they're not going to be able to tolerate it. So they're going to take themselves out. Do you really doubt that that was going to happen? Because since I've said it, do you not see it happening all around the world? The moon impacts high tide, low tide, bodies of water. Every human being is a smaller body of water. You are mostly water. Your brain has water. You don't think that the moon is influencing your brain? the way that you think, the way that you perceive things. Equinox and solstice, you don't think that's real? You don't think that's impacting the way that you perceive the things around you? Remember, this is the era of stop accumulating stuff and start connecting the dots. Stop really implementing your knowledge. We know UFOs are real. We know they're here, lying to us, hiding it from us, does not empower us. We know in history that UFOs uplifted humanity. We know that they gave them technology and the means of surviving through certain things. Yet we still attack them when we see them and, and, you know, we're still thought Our natural instinct is to think that they're evil and and they could be. I don't freaking know. But I know that when I call upon the highest of all high, he doesn't look like you and me. 
And it's not a he. It doesn't even have a gender. There's no race. There's no nationality. There's no blonde hair, black hair, brown hair, red hair, green hair. None of that looks like anything I've experienced firsthand. And I don't care what anybody thinks about me and what you have to say about conspiracy theories. I'm sorry, but if I can sit with someone I've not ever met and touch their energy and allow the energy to change around them, I can trust the things that I pick up on. Because experiencing and seeing is definitely believing. You don't have to take my word for it. Try sitting with your eyes closed for 30 minutes and focus on yourself. Really look at the situations going on in your life as if you are an external person looking in. Would you like you if you behaved the way that you behave towards people? Would the people that love you still like you if they knew how you treated other people? If everybody knew all of your skeletons and all the fucked up shit you do behind the scenes, would you still be favored by them? Would you still have your clout and your popularity? Would you still have the same amount of money that you have now? If you did not sacrifice people, step on people to get where you are, would you still be there? I hope so. Because this era is undoing everything that has been done. Hating on UFOs, being afraid of every single classification of a UFO, when in history we should trust, right? We, we believe in the Bible. We have faith in the Bible. We live by the Bible. It's printed on our money. It's in our judicial systems. We are all about the Bible, right? The Bible talks about UFOs. The Bible talks about craft. The, the Bible talks about sacrificing family and friends. Talks about greed. It talks about selfishness. It talks about not doing the very thing that 99.8% of the world's population does anyway. The Bible talks about UFO. Cultures from all around the world talk about UFOs and they don't have any markings to indicate that you should be scared of them. There is nothing there that says they are here to kill us, feed off of us, destroy us, use us as batteries and all this other fuck shit. It talks about them coming down, giving us teachings, helping us be better people. These suckers have been living in our earth this entire time. That's why we can never find them. The ground fucking opens for these suckers, right? They go right into the ocean. They, they'll be hovering and then they'll go on their side and they'll go straight down into the freaking water. Can't, can't keep up with them. They're various sizes and shapes, right? Look at all the phenomena that people report. Is there a reason why you want us to think that they're evil and we should be afraid of them? Because usually, when you deal with a narcissistic fuck, they only taint your opinion and perspective of an individual that threatens their stability within their power, the organization that they're dealing with, or within a social circle, right? 
I got to look better than that one. I got to do better than that one. I got to have more than that one. I have to be prettier than that one. I've got to be loved by more people than that one. They need to come to me for help and for work. They need to rely on me. I got to be that point of interest, that contact. Y'all are the motherfuckers that we should be looking at as threats. Because it's not humanitarian like to wake up looking and thinking on how you can destroy someone's life because they outshine your ass. You guys are the ones that we need to look at like where the fuck do you come from? Because humanitarians, human beings, don't wake up trying to ruin someone's life. They don't spread lies and gossip and taint people's reputations. They don't go to a courthouse and lie under oath. They don't lie about circumstances and provide detailed information that never unfolded or even took place. They see how they can help you. How can they make your day easier? How can they do their work in a way that doesn't make your work harder for you? They take on more of a load so you don't have to. So that way you can get through, right? Think about it. Like Amazon, Amazon deliveries, right? If you are uh, falling behind and you can't deliver all your packages and somebody finishes before you, they send people out there to help you because it's a team, right? If you're failing, we're all failing. So why would you think it would be different out here in society? If you're starving, we should all be starving, If I've got a freezer and a fridge full of food and you've got nothing, I can afford to give to you. I should be giving to you, not because you deserve it, not because I'm fucking Rockefeller, but because it's the right fucking thing to do. You walk by someone and they have nothing and it's cold outside, right? I remember we left a concert in Rhode Island and we were on the highway coming back this way and somebody had an accident and they were in a ditch and we pulled over, called 911, and the state troopers showed up. And I'm like, do you have a blanket or something to wrap this person in? It's freezing out here. And they're on the ground waiting for a paramedic. And they're like, I don't have nothing like that. My daughter, who was, what, 16 at the time, took off her brand new fleece jacket that she sweated and loved so much and wrapped this guy in it that she's not ever met before. And while we were talking with him, he was saying, oh, yeah, I'm from Cape Verde. I'm, you know, my family's from Fogo. And I was like, oh, my God, my grandfather's family's from Fogo. You know, that's like, you're my people. You know what I mean? We sat there with him and waited and made sure he had help. We made sure he was still alive in that car. While everybody else fucking drove by and didn't give a shit about what was going on. We stopped. We pulled him out of that car. We wrapped him up and made sure he was as good as he could possibly be until paramedics showed up. That is humanitarian. That is a fucking human being. So one more time, do you have integrity? Do you know what integrity is? What are your morals? What are your values and what are your ethics? And why are we attacking this whole UFO thing, treating it like conspiracy theories and all this other bullshit? And not looking at the people who walk around here acting like evil little fucks. We're in a new era. Tables have turned. We're going to start looking at you people like there's something seriously wrong with you. Just think about that. I've not been wrong. And I've kept every recording. 
every recording since before 2019, I have them all. And everything I've been saying has been unfolding. Who's the fucking liar? Who's into conspiracy theories? Who doesn't know what the hell they're talking about? Seeing is believing. Have you opened your eyes yet? 